0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
2: Hi, everyone, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the Dark Side of History. Uh, the topic of our podcast today is serial killer, kind of spree killer, I guess, Matthew Hoffman. Better known as the tree guy. This
3: guy was fucked up. You guys read this story? I, I did. I did not. Yeah. I did. It's good stuff. It's nice to be surprised.
4: I like to be surprised. <laughs> it's yeah. nice yeah. to be surprised. Uh, because I always get to read the endings, so I like to see the ha- if there's a happy ending. Oh, you're going to yeah. love this. We,
2: all, we often have happy endings. Yeah. Uh, Only time I get a happy ending is when I get a massage. Nope. The
3: Jade Spa. That gives a bad name to the Jade Spa. Hey, I'm going to give a shout out to Moo Moo at the Jade Spa. (laughs) 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 Moo (laughs) Moo. Wow. All
2: right. So um, this story was suggested by Denny McNamara. And I told, I promised Denny that I would get this story up and posted in January. And what is the date, Colonel? Today is
4: January 30th,
2: Timmy. Yeah, I'm pushing it, but... um, Year
4: of our Lord,
2: 2017. Yeah, so, Denny, uh, I'm a man of my word. All right, so uh, before we get into the bizarre behavior of one Matthew J. Hoffman, I would like to introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the Queen of Mean, the Empress of Evil, the Mistress of the Macabre, pill-poppin', penis-lovin', brandy
3: hi timmy
4: you forgot satan's dirty little secret on there timmy whatever
2: whatever
3: how are you today brandy you're not here yet you know you know how they say that you know you when it rains it pours or god doesn't give you more than you can handle blah 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 whatever Uh, yeah yeah this this past week has been shit so god's been testing you god god's testing me and you know children are testing me and oh he's testing me and i'm i'm about done I'm about done. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Is there anything you would like to share, or no, no, okay. no, family drama? But you know, it all hits at once, and it's just, you know, yeah, it's I nice know. to come here. It's nice to come oh, here dude, and let loose a little bit. I,
2: I hear you, man. I was so like yesterday was the longest fucking day. I look, you know, I'm like, I have nothing to do. You know, Saturday I worked, so I came in, right. and then uh, and you bitched about that. If I, I bitched recall. about it, but it was good because I was. I was keeping busy. Why didn't you go see a movie? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, it was cold and gray, and it was just... Anyway, yesterday, I get up, and I take care of business. I go to the store. I do all the things I need to do. And I get back, and I'm like, okay, I'm accomplished a lot today. It's fucking 11 o'clock in the morning. Yes. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do for the next 12 hours? Well, you take a nap, and... Yeah, I tried that. And it was like, I looked up. It's like 3 o'clock, and I'm like... you know, this weekend is never going to end. So I am so happy to be back at work. And with you, Brandy, I'm so happy Oh, thank so you. That's so sweet. You. And I'm also happy to no. be with the uh, third member, uh, member of our panel. When we the, say member, let's just call him third wheel. I mean, <laughs> really. The um, most dangerous man in podcasting today, the moral compass of the podcast, the Mortal Compass. Yeah, he's mortal. He's yeah, he's very mortal. Man. He's <laughs> he's but counting was, the days. I mean, he's
3: a pecker hair from death. Yes, he really is. Yeah.
4: What is wrong with you people? No, uh, you don't. Well, look, you 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 don't look you're not looking very you healthy. You, people, you know, though.
3: my life's gone to shit. I just might as well just make you feel bad too. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I'm kind of with you, Brand. I, I I don't know if it's like the weather or whatever, but I'm I'm feeling it too, Randy. But I, I know you've got family drama, but I just got you know. I, Timmy Drama. Psych. <laughs> you got Timmy Psych drama. Drama. Psych drama.
4: Just a normal garden variety Timmy Drama. Timmy
2: Drama. drama. Yeah. <laughs> Let me introduce the uh, most dangerous man in podcasting today, the moral compass of our podcast, okay. the one and only, the very honorable Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard, Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel?
4: I'm good today, Timmy. I was out. Uh uh, see, like you, yesterday I got out and I, I seen some snow and the dog loves the snow, so I took him out for a long walk in the snow. Then I got home and uh, my wife had, had promised somebody we would babysit for them. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, but my wife had a baby shower to go to yesterday. Which is why she promised.
3: Yeah, so you were stuck with the kid?
4: Yeah, so I just watched a kid and, you know, he I, I think he was a little young to play Grand Theft Auto 5.
3: Probably. How old um, was he?
4: Um, 10?
3: Oh. He's yeah. Yeah, it's a little young. Oh, that's not. He should he be running for Grand over. Theft Auto 5. No. I
2: love Grand Theft Auto, man. It's the only place in the I world know. where you can uh beat up hookers, and take their still their money and run mm. over people. That's the way life should be. Noah lunch.
3: stumbled across I'm just cr- kidding. That. I'm just kidding. No, i stumbled no I stumbled across grand theft auto on youtube mom this game is so what the <laughs> fuck no no can i get this game no
2: yeah it's so, a fun game
3: he's giving it, that lady a ride no yeah. Yeah, the
5: car you know, is bouncing up and down. Yeah, the car. <laughs> you know <laughs> but
4: it was so then Parenting later win. on i uh took the dog back out for another walk nice so me and the dog but my damn food. what about a 10 year old my Fitbit well nope. he was gone by that time. Uh, okay. Well, Renee had gotten home. Okay. But um my Fitbit's not registered it's it's registering the steps on my wrist but not
3: You when don't I have what problem it is. Too. I'm charging it
4: right oh, now. Oh, it's not
2: sinking
3: I'm, right. it's not sinking right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm having Sometimes that problem. It does that. I can't look at how, I can't look at how well I sleep.
2: I can't look at anything. Yeah. Oh man, that's I don't even look at that sleep or anything. i mean, i get so depressed because i am I'm, I'm like wake up like 47 times during the night. yeah but does it
3: does it matter if you look at that or not i mean you're a hot mess anyway i know but what i'm saying it just it just it, i just reinforces yeah, your hot and mess and i mess. start
2: focus on it and and i'm not sure it really captures that i'm not sure how accurate
4: well i get a call every couple of weeks from one of my boys and taylor ought, tends to call me um when he gets off work on sunday night which is at 11 o'clock his time so he called me last night, which is midnight our time, Timmy. And we were on the phone till after three in the morning. See, that's so, crazy talk. I don't want to talk to my kids that much. Well, he's an interesting kid.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: Well, let's um, let's uh, jump in this story, shall yeah. we?
3: Uh, my, before, may as well.
2: Before we do, Brandy, you have a special shout out?
3: I do. George Rindon. Very special shout-out to you. Thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate it. And um, we also would like to thank our sponsors on
2: Patreon. Uh, if you would like to support the podcast, please go to patreon.com slash historydweebs, and um, you'll find out more information out there how you can support the podcast. We really appreciate your support. You can give a little,
4: a lot, or That's just a wee little tiny bit to me.
2: Yeah, so please, uh, if you can help us out, go to patreon.com slash historydweebs. Let me give a shout out to those who support our podcast uh, through Patreon. Uh, Alicia and Chip, thank you very much. Jen Moyer, Jason Dykes, thank you, Jason. Brandy McBride, thank you, Brandy. Uh, Diane Student from History Goes Bump podcast, thank you, Diane, for your support. Amber Trevino, Annette Petray. Lise, Leslie Hagar, Amber Scoville, Jahara, Andrew Hap, Brittany Irving-Martin. Thank you, Brittany. Joe uh, Joe Hopkins. Thank you, Joe. Melissa Montagna, uh, Montoya. Thank you very much. She's a new uh, subscriber. Thank you, Melissa. Mandy Swanson, Jennifer Siemens, Bridget Clavey, Cindy Liu, who's been supporting us for a long time. Thank you, Cindy, uh, for your continued support. Heather Poole. Charlie and Allie from the uh, Insight podcast and Rudy the Wonder Dog. Thank you all for supporting us on Patreon. And like I said, if you would like to support us, just go to patreon.com slash historydweebs and you will learn, get some more information about that. Um, thank you. And uh, we're going to jump into the story now and talk about tree man Matthew Hoffman. Um, Matthew Hoffman is a, was, well, is a strange character. Uh, with a history of home invasions and uh, murder, kind of like uh, your history there, Brandy. Yeah. Uh, uh, he killed two women and a boy back in 2010. Uh, after breaking into home and killing most of the occupants, he then kidnapped uh, a 13-year-old girl and kept her as his sex slave in his ba- in his apartment, or his in, in his house, in his basement. Um, Ever since his childhood, Hoffman has surrounded himself with trees. Hmm. He liked trees. He's a tree guy. Who doesn't like trees? Who doesn't like, does trees? like
4: a good tree? He, he good cli-
2: oak? He mm-hmm. climbed in them. He played in them. He built tree houses. He worked with them in an adult as a tree trimmer. Yeah, well. Um, so he had this whole, you know, obsession with trees and leaves.
4: Timmy, were well, you the one who put up the meme that— uh wooden axe handles that are the ultimate fuck you yes to trees. he did yeah i like that one i thought that was a pretty good one there timmy
2: uh thank you but now you have to explain it because you've mentioned it and not everyone understood. on our Jesus facebook God.
4: uh page history dweebs the podcast timmy will put up memes or whatnot and uh he put up one the other day that said wooden axe handles are the ultimate fuck you two trees kind of are it's like it's like when I used to tell my kids, "Son, I will rip your damn arm off and beat you to death with it."
2: Yeah, I also put it up. Uh, I'm so mad I'm
3: beating one motherfucker with another motherfucker. I <laughs> love
2: that one. The guy's got a guy is
0: flinging some other guy.
3: <laughs> when you get so mad, you beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to Hoffman, Matthew Hoffman. Um,
2: he. Um, in the end, he would uh, make uh, trees accomplices to his um, transgressions. Oh, Dastardly city. deeds. Dastardly deeds by burying bodies in hollow trees. So, dude love trees. I mean, that's, you know, that's basically what's not to love. Right. So, Mount Vernon uh, is a city in Knox County, Ohio. You ever been to Mount Vernon, Colonel?
4: I have Indeed. Yeah, it was named after. Of course
2: after he has. It was named after the Mount Vernon, the home of
3: Thomas Jefferson, George Washington,
2: George
4: whatever. Washington. That's Moni- 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 Monticello. Monticello. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, well, nobody else was answering I it. didn't
4: know he was looking at me. I was just, I was. Yeah. I was
3: what the hell else do you got going on? You
4: got something in that red cup over there, and I, and I was trying to figure out what it is. It's a shiny
2: object, so he's. Right.
4: I got distracted. And got distracted. All right. So Mount <laughs> Vernon, Ohio. Didn't hit the buzzer in time mount
2: Vernon ohio was has in two thousand and ten had a population of sixteen thousand nine hundred and ninety. so it's a small town colonel mm-hmm. uh, it was uh, they they had a they have a big uh, it was birthplace of copper or the copper industry huh. so you know I guess they make you know copper there yeah <laughs> well, sure <laughs> uh, so it's you know it's it's a manufacturing town basically. Um, besides a couple of factories there there's a couple of small colleges but no not a whole lot to do in Mount Vernon you think that's a fair assessment of
4: Mount Vernon? I'd say that's a pretty accurate assessment yeah mm-hmm. I believe they, they might have an outlet mall there to me
2: yeah it's in central Ohio for those of you who are familiar with the Ohio Valley um, there's very little crime that occurs there homicides are extremely rare Um, But that all changed in the fall of 2010 when uh, Matthew J. Hoffman broke into the home of 32-year-old Tina
3: Herman. Any relation, Brandy? I have no idea. I would be surprised. Yeah, but, I mean, it's the same spelling. Yeah, um, that's my husband's crazy-ass family, so I haven't heard anything about that. Does he have family in Mount Vernon? I have no idea. Okay. Good good thing you know your husband well. Yeah. You should not no, be. No, I know my You husband. should not be on the newlywed game. You would no. not do well. I know my husband. Yeah. It's just, you know, that part of the family we're not that familiar with. I got you.
4: That would be in the butt, Bob.
3: Well, yeah, I remember that <laughs> answer. I've
4: seen that. What's the strangest place you've ever had sex? <laughs> in the uh, butt. That would be in the butt, Bob. That was I <laughs> <laughs> love. it. Newlywed game. Yeah. <laughs> It's not that strange. <laughs> well, they meant like the I understand. The I got. I'll be
2: in the butt, Bob. The wife. No, is I think so they call, They
3: always say "make whoopee" on that show.
4: Yeah,
2: it wasn't ever. They do
3: always say "make whoopee." Yeah, whatever. When's the last time you used that term? N- uh, today, 19- <laughs> nineteen
4: seventy-three.
2: Today I, might be the I first and to, last to uh, uh,
4: the the girls' pocket. Um, Diane's.
2: Oh, just, between, uh, just uh, between us girls? Between us between girls. Us I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Diane. and the guy, us girls.
4: The guy they were interviewing was talking about making sweet love. Oh,
3: God. Yeah.
4: That's what the colonel does. They yeah, do. gross. Make sweet love.
3: That's when they was talking about relationship. You might making. make me sweet mm-hmm. vomit. Hmm? You might already make me sweet vomit. When
2: Dave was courting you, wooing you.
3: <coughs> yeah.
2: And you were making whoopee. Did you was, make whoopee or oh, Sweet Love? <laughs>
4: Gross. <clears throat> was it
2: the relationship, Dick, that kind of pulled
5: you
4: in? <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. Did you, did you owe Dave money? <laughs> was Dave had a job was it Dave and a, a car. Mechanic? Was Dave, Dave had a man? job
3: and a car, which was way more than I'd, way better than I'd been doing. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And he, could he, went, use, and, he could use
3: tools. And he didn't have a...
2: a uh, didn't have a wrap de- sheet. Didn't have a device on his ankle. or No, no. no.
3: So, I mean, I, I moved up. Winning. Yeah, it was. We All right. winning. All right, so how did you make it? We met online. Uh, like match or something? Mm-hmm. Okay. No kidding. You really yeah. did? Yeah. I did not know that. Yep. Yeah, I think I knew that.
4: I thought, like, Backpage? No. Craigslist. <laughs>
3: Craigslist? No, no, no. None of those. It was not uh, as prevalent back then.
2: Yeah, now it's kind of accepted. Remember back when you started? Used to say you meet people online. It was like, you know, it, that was yeah you got frowned upon.
3: Well, because you, you know, everybody thought you were like a troll that didn't, <laughs> or you're all, like really yeah. desperate, or yeah, something. yeah, or you're weird or whatever. <laughs> but you know, I worked, <laughs> I worked a lot, and a lot of my girlfriends had met. You know, people that they had ended up marrying online and. Yeah, no, I you know. Yeah. Well, I, I know you know, but. <laughs> I, <I'm laughs> when not, you was working, I'm not casting stones, believe. I mean, it. I worked a ton.
4: What you didn't have time to go out to bars because you was working in the bars.
3: I wasn't working in the
4: As bars. As opposed to now,
2: when she doesn't work at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever. Back when,
4: back when you <laughs> whatever was doing the brandy with I and. Yeah, swinging on working the pole. The pole.
3: No, no.
2: Well. Well, we're glad that you met Dave. Dave is a very, very nice guy. He's very lucky.
4: He is a nice guy.
2: He is lucky. Mm-hmm. You're lucky to have him. He's a good guy. You so
4: are lucky to have him.
2: Don't end up with Lanny.
4: If you don't, oh if God. you don't change your damn devil ways, you're going to end up with Lanny.
2: Leave yeah. Lanny alone. One arm, on greasy haired, red headed Lanny. No teeth, acne.
4: Working part time at AutoZone. <laughs> Pet boys.
2: Pet boys, yeah.
4: <laughs> 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 Living in a van down by <laughs> down the river. By the river.
2: All right, no. back to Matthew Hoffman. Denny's going to get mad at us. Denny wants his story. So we're going to bring it to him. Damn it. We're going to bring it to him. Yes. D-
4: Denny's so, always mad. Denny's from Norwood. Those people are angry He had people. a black eye, dude. I know. That's the so, one d- popping. Denny, man, I hope you, I hope because you he got... Because he lives the,
3: in Norwood.
2: I hope he came... I mean, I hope the other guy looked worse. But anyway, a whole lot of uh, background on... Mr. Hoffman, so, you know, as I usually give you their long, sordid history of how he grew up and all that, not a whole bunch of him, about him online, Um, but what we do know is that his, um, he was born on November 1st, 1980, in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Steamboat Springs. Sounds like a lovely
4: place.
3: Chuck, have you ever been to Steamboat Springs?
4: I have been to Steamboat Springs. (laughs) No shit. Mm. What did you do there? What was it like? Um, Tell us everything. Well, they got a really nice taffy factory in Steamboat Springs. Are you just making a Big up? candy store in Steamboat Springs. Fuck yeah, he's making this up. I've all right. been all over Ohio. What are you talking about? Yeah. Talking about Colorado. This is Colorado. Okay. Oh, I thought you meant oh, Steamboat Springs, Ohio. There's no such place. <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> I do know that. There's no like such Springfield. Place. There's a Steamboat Springs you in every, town, every no, state.
3: You know what? Because if there was a Steamboat Springs in Ohio, I probably would have <laughs> gone to school there.
4: <laughs> Don't ask me questions when I ain't paying attention. Goddamn yeah, well, it! Try, try, try to keep out. Will you?
3: <laughs> you got um, Anyway, I got
2: called, uh, neighbors, I got
4: called telling an alternative fact. Yeah, you
2: did. <laughs> neighbors uh, would describe. Uh, Matthew's behavior as erratic and strange. If he had money, he'd be eccentric. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I guess he didn't. So, he so he's just a, a weirdo. I yeah. wonder
4: what your neighbors say about you, Tim. <laughs> you know, dude, <laughs> no, I do not. No, talk. Nice
3: guy, but it kind of a loner. <laughs>
4: With his mail stuck in the mailbox,
3: <laughs> he was just he was just getting his life back together too.
4: <laughs> he was going to school. He was starting to see his kids. Starting again. Starting to see his kids. Oh. It was
3: amazing. Uh, anyway. <laughs> According
2: to one of his neighbors, uh, Matthew would often kill squirrels and eat them.
3: Sure. What else Isn't, like, to you do know them? Isn't that
2: like eating rodent? Isn't a no, squirrel yeah. like
3: kind of a rodent? Tastes like rabbit. It's pretty he... close to eating a rat. Yeah, I think so. I don't get it. Mm-mm. There's a Kroger. Not that Colonel far.
2: had a little run-in with squirrels, didn't you, Colonel? Oh, that, was those, those that was raccoons. Those raccoons. I and got
4: squirrels that'll come up in the summertime. I got two squirrels. Colonel sit on his deck, eat peanuts. Not, I was, now they won't eat them. You out love of my it when hand, he talks about himself in the third person. But I, I know uh,
3: the problem is his squirrels <clears throat> are named Tanner and Taylor. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, I laid a I laid a little peanut about two foot for myself, foot or so away from me, and a little squirrel will walk right up. Just Wait a minute. eat the peanut? Can you imagine? He put
3: a peanut out and a squirrel came up and got it. You get the fuck out of here with that crazy <laughs> it's story. It's right next.
4: I mean, he comes right up next to me. That is some me. crazy goddamn shit right it's there. It's the cutest damn thing you ever seen. I, they're, 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 they're Colonel filthy creatures. Wildlife.
3: They're filthy creatures.
4: All right. Not squirrels. All right. Yes. Back to Matthew. Kind of oh. control yourself. You got well, the hand. Well, don't sully the name of you squirrels. Yeah. What is with you? You You know, your tyrannical behavior is becoming overbearing, Tammy. Well, look, I've got... He called you Tammy, too. Tammy. I wouldn't put up with
2: Tammy. I wouldn't put up with that (laughs) shit. It's okay. He doesn't know any better. It's kind of like, you know, picking on your (laughs) retarded cousin. You just kind of pat him on the head say, okay. Now, we just
4: lost 20 listeners. (laughs) You can't say the R word, Timmy. Okay. You can't say the Colonel going full R. (laughs) (laughs) All
2: right. Back to Matthew. I like squirrels. All right. Well, Well, so did Matthew because he liked eating them. He often would uh, also trap small animals in his yard. Did you ever set a trap, like, with a box and the stick mm-hmm. and the string? I did that for a rabbit one time. Yeah, I did that for women. I did. Other <laughs> than say... When I did his, it for my kids. When uh, his home was searched after he was arrested, uh, it turned out that he had an obsession with leaves. We'll get into. Kept huge, huge piles of leaves in his house. In 2001, at the age of 21, he was convicted of theft... Uh, breaking and entering, and first-degree arson. After he set a uh, condominium on fire in Springboat Springs, Colorado, a place that the Colonel has never Steam been boat to. Springboat Springs again? Yeah. All okay. right. Uh, after he, he he had done some, he had broken and enter. He was doing some breaking and entering, and then he tried to set place a fire. Um, he was sentenced to eight years in prison, and he was released from prison. A few years later, he didn't serve the whole time. And he just randomly selected Mount Vernon as his new hometown. Aren't they lucky? (laughs) Yeah, they really were. It was like he threw a dart against the map or something. Right. He worked uh, sporadically as a tree trimmer. Uh, He had a living girlfriend for a while, but she finally left due to his odd behaviors. Brandy's going to tell you what
3: happens next. So on November 10th of 2010, he randomly, again, selects, the Apple Valley, Ohio uh, house of Tina Herman, because it was more secluded and the garage door was always left slightly open. Never so leave your garage door slightly open. Wait a minute. Open. So evidently, he, I mean, we skipped a whole chunk of stuff here, but evidently he moves to Mount Vernon and, like, starts stalking people yeah, because right. he's a tree trimmer, right? Right. He he's a tree trimmer and so when he, when he goes around these neighborhoods, he scopes out the houses. Yes. His remember his girlfriend
2: just left him. Right. Because he's odd. He well that's he, one he, word. He, he eating squirrels.
3: And um he's had a history of breaking and entering. So all right. So he's he sees this house with the garage door that's a little bit open and he waits, he bides his time. Sleeps in the woods, next to the trees, because he's a freak show. He's a nature lover, nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And finally, he snuck into the house after the residents left, remained inside for about an hour uh, until Tina and their neighbor Stephanie Sprang unexpectedly came back to the house.
2: Yeah, and this is his, a lot of this is his version of the story. Like he says, he was just going there to rob it and leave.
3: Right, but he's hanging out for an hour. Yeah, you're hanging.
2: If you're what's in there watching Sports Center,
3: right, in your underwear. <laughs> right. You planned on sitting there eating for a while. Cheetos
2: and scratching your
4: balls. Now you know I got a I got a peculiar habit because one place oh. I feel the most vulnerable <laughs> really? is uh, the shower. Okay, and and listen, as you can weigh in on this. I don't know how many of you are, uh, have armed yourselves, but in the shower I, when I'm at home alone. I take a gun into the shower with me, Timmy. Okay. Because that's when you're the most man, haven't you ever seen Psycho somebody come at me through the through the shower curtain with a big ass knife? I
2: know, man, but I saw uh, John Wayne movie Big Jake where the guy was gonna shoot him in the shower stall and he he didn't realize it. He had a shotgun in the shower, and he like
3: blows the door off, and blows
2: his yeah, guy. Yeah, see,
4: that could happen. I mean, okay. that's
3: that's fascinating.
4: It's a, so, just a weird thing. If I'm a, if I'm at home alone,
2: thing. I would. Would you agree, Brandy? It's so weird.
4: I mean, I don't <laughs> take it in the shower with me. I leave it right on the. Well, then edge what the fuck the good <laughs> does it do? Because I can reach it. I can just reach out to shower. Well, yeah, but so it.
3: can you know Anthony Perkins or yeah, so can Anthony Perkins when he comes in to stab no, you.
4: Because I got Rudy Barkin.
3: Whatever. You can't you know what? hear it because there, the water's There's nothing
4: on. worse than... See, Rudy got two kinds of barks.
3: Look, Yosemite Sam. You need to simmer down over there. <laughs> no, I I I'm just telling you. More.
4: Rudy got two kinds of barks. He got the bark like, oh, look at this squirrel in the yard. If I was out there, I'd be messing you up so bad. And then he got another bark that is, dad, get your gun, follow me. And occasionally I'll be in the shower and Rudy will be giving out one of those dad, get your gun barks. And i'm in the shower and i'm naked and only thing i can do is come out and wrestle them sumo style and i don't want to do that so i carry a firearm a and i put it on the top I of the i really don't think be, i don't, really don't,
3: don't think that you would be wrestling wrestling them sumo style no I mean. they even have little diapers you'd just be out there <laughs> hitting somebody
4: with your pecker well, they would not like it <laughs> they would not they would not like it I would, mm. I, I would slap them right upside the head with no, the tallywacker.
3: No, I don't think that I give them a tallywacker beatdown. Beat I don't, I don't think so. But <laughs> anywho, some so, women that like that. So, <laughs> they, <laughs> so, so these girls came home not to be s-
2: beaten. I'm just saying they would like a little <laughs> attention with the tallywacker,
3: tallywacker attention,
4: <laughs> tallywacker. Not the to be forehead. Oh, yeah, you ever um, had a tallywacker hit you in the forehead? devil?
3: So Hoffman was surprised and killed them both by stabbing, and this is blunt force trauma, but I'm going to go ahead and guess that was blunt force trauma.
4: You're probably right. To their heads. You know, if we could get a typing monkey. Seriously. Hoffman
3: then attacked Tina's two children, 13-year-old Sarah and 11-year-old Cody, when they stumbled upon the scene. Uh, he also killed the dog that was at the house because it barked loudly. You see, why kill the dog? Because it was barking loudly. Wow. It's still a dick move. He was doing the
4: grab your damn gun and get out of your bark.
3: Well, it was too little too late fucking, wasn't it? Uh, He later claimed he hadn't planned to kill anyone, but had brought the knife and blackjack for
4: uh, intimidation purposes. Self-defense purposes. Intimidation. Yeah.
3: Uh, Hoffman then held Sarah captive. So he attacked them, but he didn't kill them. So he's got 13-year-old Sarah captive. Um, he takes her and the bodies of her mother and younger brother to his Mount Vernon home. Yeah. It, uh, important to point out here, he takes her first, the little girl. Right. So she doesn't know. I know because that's what the next sentence okay. says. Just wanted to make that clear. Well, <laughs> you would have in the next sentence. All right. I, I write a, a lot of stuff. Time? I write a lot of scripts. so I don't know where I'm at most of the time. Hoffman then... Uh, held Sarah captive took her in a body uh, tying Sarah to a bed of leaves in the basement the 13 year old not knowing that her mother brother and neighbor are already dead in case she didn't catch that part thank you um, next he dismembered the bodies of his fatal victims taking and disposing of the parts the next day into a hollow 60 foot tree in the is it Kosking wildlife area see isn't that fucked up Cocosing. I mean, you, uh, I mean, you never find the bodies there. Using his tree-climbing mm-hmm. equipment. So he climbed up and dumped them down there. The same day, he was approached by deputies as he sat in the same parking lot where Tina Herman's pickup was discovered. This guy's itching to be caught. It's fucking ridiculous. Going back to the scene of the crime. Uh, however, Hoffman was let go uh, when he claimed that he had a girlfriend and was and was waiting for her to get off work. For four days straight, he kept Sarah tied to the bed and sexually assaulted her repeatedly. Gross. Yeah, it is. Uh, Investigating authorities eventually classified Hoffman as a suspect of the Herman home invasion and abductions, raiding his home on November 14th as he slept on his couch. He was arrested and Sarah was safely recovered from the basement. Two police officers from Mount Vernon, Ohio, who first entered Hoffman's home in November of 2010, discovered mounds of leaves so high they feared that bodies could be buried underneath them.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was like all over the floor. It was They were stacked up. I I'm, mean, they were they were everywhere. Know, I'll post pictures of it. You know what? Take
3: life. a leaf blower in that place and, <laughs> you know, drive that shit out. Yeah, that would have been a good idea. Uh, so much run through, runs through your mind. What if somebody's hiding under that pile? Or in this case, I thought, is this where he's hiding the bodies? Uh, that's what... Mount Vernon Police Detective Craig Feeney told the Columbus Dispatch. The living room floor was covered with leaves. Uh, they go down in the basement and they find the 13-year-old girl. Uh, she, was, she was dressed in a trash bag diaper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Terrorist. a bed of leaves, on a makeshift bed of leaves. Hoffman, an unemployed tree trimmer, confessed to investigators that he had made the bed of leaves and covered it with blankets. He told investigators that the little girl liked that bed. It was extremely comfy, and I wanted to sleep on it. Gross. Yeah, what's, apparently what's he was...
4: What's the diaper for? If she on some leaves... Uh, well, you don't want to be... Gr- you you, don't, you about don't shit where you sleep. The yeah. soil and the leaves? Yeah, but, yeah. A, but a garbage bag diaper ain't gonna do nothing for you.
3: You don't shit where you sleep. Apparently, he would sleep with
4: her each night too, Ugh. and like
3: spoon with her. Oh, for I'm sure she appreciated sick, that. Uh, while holding the girl hostage, he gave his victim uh, the book Treasure Island to read and watched the movie Iron Man with her. According to his confession, he also admitted to raping the girl, who was found by police. Um, yeah.
4: That's a poor girl. Moments
3: after her rescue, the girl told police that she was late for school and asked if they could take her to school. Yeah, the poor little girl. I've seen her interview. She's a little older now. But yeah. uh, she, you know, what, you know, what a traumatic experience. Uh, unaware that Hoffman had murdered her mother and brother, the girl told police that she feared Hoffman had killed her dog. Hoffman would later confess to killing the dog because it wouldn't stop barking, which is pretty much what I'm going to do to the two of you if you don't stop barking. So the girl told police that the suspect had cut her finger with a knife, usually gagged her, and that he was going to release her before Christmas. Knox County Prosecutor John Thatcher said that hundreds of bags of leaves were found in the house and they were not connected to the murder. Gross. Uh, but the pile of leaves was just the beginning of what awaited them in the Hoffman house. The detectives found three four to ceiling rows of bagged leaves hanging in, on the living room wall. They found a bathroom completely insulated by more than 110 bags of leaves attached to the walls. The bags covered the mirror. They surrounded the toilet. Knox County had never seen a case like this before. It has to rank there in Ohio history as one of the worst homicide cases, Thatcher said. Forensic psychologists said that Hoffman's obsession with leaves and trees were indications of mental illness and delusion. You
2: For fucking so? real.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, these people went yeah. to school okay, for this. Okay, Freud, thank yeah. you for figuring that out for yeah. us. Well, good job.
2: A, well, there's an alternate theory, though. Yeah, well,
4: I don't give a damn. If I, you feel, if you're, now, I, leaves I could see, I mean, that's that's actually kind of ingenious that you'd use them for insulation. No, they're covered with bugs and outside. Well, if you're putting them between your walls. No. Not to
3: mention the allergies.
4: They're not good. between and the walls. And if you're naked and afraid. Well, yeah,
3: but they're not between the walls. They'd make a good the sleeping walls. bag. Now, picture
2: or this. They could put, you could put it over your genitalia.
4: I couldn't find a leaf big Look, enough. Look, here's the thing. Palm, Imagine palm this. Big leaf.
3: You take a Kroger bag, <laughs> one of those Kroger <laughs> plastic bags, you <laughs> fill it full of leaves, maple leaves, okay? You just fill it full of leaves. And then you take it and you staple it to the wall.
4: Mm-hmm. Sound of, soundproofing.
3: Okay. But it's not between the walls. It's on the wall. So there's no reason for this. Except that you're a crazy motherfucker. That's your reasoning. And it's and he had them in bags. I mean, in these plastic bags. Yeah, I mean, he was up. trying to be tidy, but it didn't work out. Yeah. So if trees gave him comfort at all and were familiar at all, that would explain why he put the bodies in a tree. Said Dr. Now, write this down because this man's a trailblazer. Dr. James <laughs> Allen Fox of Northeastern University, who Man, has written five good. books about
4: serial killers. Let's don't just. Dis- It just seemed like a lot of work to carry up somebody up into a tree, and he
2: was a tree climber.
4: Maybe he was was making sacrifices to the tree gods. Yeah,
2: psychologists. Pretty ingenious, though. If you want to hide a body, you put it in a tree.
4: Well, no, it's going to rot away and then fall eventually.
3: But I mean, psychologists call the obsession with leaves bizarre and unique from other convicted murderers. Uh, Let's see. It certainly suggests that he is likely to be mentally ill. It would
4: suggest that.
3: Mentally ill as compared to other killers who show up in the news like serial killers or psychopaths. Dr. N.G. Burrill, director of New York Center for Neuropsychology and Forensic Behavioral Science. Jesus, God, these guys are just making just these huge stretches.
4: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't like it. It seems like they're just making up. Making up words—they're just yeah. making making yeah. up words. They're just saying things. Yeah.
3: Serial killers, from a professional point of view, they are not mentally ill. They have character disturbances, but they know what they're doing is wrong. They take too much pleasure, too much gratification to stop. Uh, Burrell said that only Hoffman could explain why he appeared to stockpile leaves. Maybe he got a hard on for Mother Nature. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, Mother Nature can be hot, Colonel. <laughs>
4: Mother nature can be hot, mother nature can be cold, Timmy. Yep.
3: Right now she's kind of a frigid bitch. I'm not real <laughs> well happy with what's <laughs> sure going on here there. Know, I she is, yeah.
4: It's getting up to forty five degrees tomorrow. I, I know, know I can't
3: wait. <clears throat> <rate. clears throat> uh it would be like wait a minute. It would take talking to him to find out what it means. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Burrell said. Uh-huh. uh uh-huh. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh,
2: come on. He's making you know, they they they're asking this doctor for his opinion and the doctor
3: said he's whacked. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, they could have asked me that, and I'd have told them the same friggin' thing. And then, but then my favorite, well, you got to talk to him to find out what his deal
0: is. Well, no shit.
3: (laughs) Hoffman's delusions are very elaborate.
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.
5: Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
3: Delusions related to trees, what trees produce, being in and around trees, putting people in trees. He's got a tree thing. He's got a thing for trees. I wonder if he sticks his pecker in a knothole.
4: Now just in... in Just... Because you and I'm sure when you was in school you took basic psychology, yeah. for your degree. Did you sleep with that professor? No. Okay, just curious. Yeah. Okay,
2: carry on, Doctor Sigmund.
3: <laughs> really? Because that was your fucking question. Jesus. Well, but I just want to. I mean, uh, well, economics uh, <clears throat> is a little bit tougher. <laughs>
4: Yeah. So Hoffman, imagine what she did for physics. Oh my God! Oh my God! You was a dirty, dirty Hoffman girl. was an unemployed <laughs> Hoffman was an unemployed tree cutter. Same on you. <laughs> it's it's disgusting! disgusting. Oh, oh, you vile beast!
3: <laughs> well, you know, let's ask this guy, one of these shrinks, what they think about me. Let's see. Anyway. Well, let's not dis- disparage their good name. These are real people. And these guys are, you know, they're just
2: as real people. They could
4: get lawyers. <laughs> yes, that's my point. <laughs> all right, get my lawyer.
3: All right. So, so, Hoffman, for all of his obsession with trees, and he's an unemployed tree cutter, he only has two trees near his house. Well, I think. C- Dos hmm. trees. Treos. Whatever.
2: I don't think that's the word. <laughs> no, that's three. But anyway. Uh,
3: well, well, maybe he's, you know, cut them all down or he's... He couldn't have possibly got that many leaves from that tree, so he had to haul leaves from somewhere. I never saw him raking. That's what uh, Miss Jeanette Columber said. That was his neighbor. All right. Yeah. Kept to himself. Quiet guy. Never saw him raking the leaves. <laughs> Investigators speculate that leaves may have served another purpose. Ah,
2: uh, see now we oh. get to the alternate
3: theory here. Hoffman likely knew he couldn't stay in his home forever with what he'd done. Already a convicted arsonist, did we talk about that? Yeah. Maybe the leaves were going to be used as an accelerant for him to burn down the house with his captives inside.
4: Ooh, that would suck. Yeah. It uh, would suck. By the way, but I don't think so. Our
3: bald Timmy. What? arbol he looked up the word That's tree.
2: Spanish for oh, tree thank you Our
4: Our arbol gracias arbol arbol arbol
2: gracias continue
3: Brandy es nada um let's see Re- receipts that investigators found inside Hoffman's home show how made... long do you think this would take us to do a podcast in Spanish
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> we should do one in Latin because I know Latin
3: <laughs> It takes us. A, it takes us two hours to do one in English. That
5: we, I know. Well,
3: know, sad. Uh, receipts that investigators found inside Hoffman's home show he bought a pair of short grip gloves, most likely the same gloves he left bloodied in the bathroom sink at Herman's house, at a local Lowe's on November fourth. Yeah, it wasn't very p- well planned out. Police also found duct tape. Sounds to me like it was planned out just fine. No, no.
2: I mean, he didn't cover his.
3: No. Tracks. no Police saying. also found duct tape and another pair of gloves Hoffman had purchased on November 8th. He had ordered a knife online and took it to the house with him, even though he said he was just going to rob the place. He's a lying bastard. There were plenty more discoveries, according to detectives' notes, reports, and photographs in the complete case file, which the Knox County Prosecutor's Office released in response to a Publix record Records request. Here we go. The freezer in the kitchen held two unskinned squirrels, red popsicles, Ugh. and
4: little else. And I
3: like red popsicles. I'm okay with red popsicles.
2: I
4: wonder if he had squirrel popsicles. I wonder
3: if they were sugar-free.
2: Here's because I thing. like the sugar-free. I don't, you know, there's no sense raising that No, it does right. not. Yeah. Timmy, I like
4: sugar-free pudding. When yeah, we were discussing this
3: earlier, what's the
4: point? I like the texture of it. It's much thicker I, I and I chunkier. I sugar-free
3: pudding. When, when Timmy and I were discussing this earlier, and it may show it a little bit later, but he didn't like to go to the store. Yeah. So he didn't go to the store. So he would go find these squirrels that were running up and down the two trees in his yard, and kill them and eat them. Where did the popsicles come from? Was motherfucker ordering them on Amazon and having them delivered? What the fuck? And did, if you're going to pick up some popsicles, why not pick up some loaf of bread or something? Why? Yeah. While you're there, get some peanut butter. Did he milk those squirrels? I don't think he milked the squirrels. Because I mean, they have I mean, nipples. They do have nipples. <laughs> So I mean, you can got, milk anything with nipples. It's, if it's got nipples, you can milk I've it. I heard that somewhere. All I've right, got nipples, Greg. Can you nip, nip, milk <laughs> me? <laughs> Some walls and door jams were covered with doodles, the kind a teenage girl would perhaps scratch on a notebook cover. A giant peace sign on the door, stars on the wall, and random names written in marker. The leaf-filled bathroom had black doodles. Now, without talking to him, I'm, I'm going to say he has some <laughs> mental
2: health issues. That's without talking to him. Well, I mean, that's a You're elite. going to go
4: out on a limb? <laughs> nice. <laughs> How do you say that in Spanish? Hmm? Limbe? <laughs> nope. You don't? Nope. I, I can already Latin. tell you that is not that's it. That's
3: Big Latin. Yeah. <laughs> no, that is Chuck Latin. <laughs> All right. So. So he's doodling. He's a doodler. He's a doodler uh let's see nothing wrong
2: with doodling
3: the leaf filled it's bathroom. nothing really
2: wrong with having bread popsicles and squirrels in your uh just don't ref- kill anybody yeah. or rape people exactly. i mean i mean you yeah, know they, come on
4: it's yeah. having the squirrel popsicles it was disturbing
3: well they were
2: unskinned you take
4: too, a little branch shove them up that up the fur
3: ass. is going to stick to that ice box mm. Mm. Ew. just, oh, man, just saying cleaning that ice box no refrigerator uh, no you just burn that refrigerator just yeah. set that shit uh. on fire uh, the leaf-filled bathroom with black doodles scrawled on the white tub, including a jack-o'-lantern. Records show that before the murders, Hoffman's life was a mess. <laughs> Get the fuck out of town. I
4: don't think he got much better after the murders. Yeah,
3: I don't know why that's...
2: Yeah, not well, like he I, he's probably eating a little bit better in the penitentiary Everything. He ain't in
4: one, one of Tony Robbins' success stories now. <laughs> he had no, no job.
2: But I doubt if the high state penitentiary's feeding you squirrels. <laughs> yeah, true. And I'm probably not getting popsicles, though.
4: Well,
3: you might. You probably can't. Uh, let's see. He had no job, and he was collecting unemployment. His car was being repossessed. His girlfriend had told police that he choked her on October 24th, and so she and her young son moved out, So, and, and she probably didn't need the leaves all over the place. Like, that was probably weird in her outfit. Her, and her kid was probably getting sick of squirrel, I imagine. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, day after day, that's old. It's probably what he had the red popsicles for. Yeah, for the kid? Yep. Probably uh, so. Neighbor Henderson Butcher. Mommy, we having squirrel again? <laughs> <Yeah>. Damn it. <laughs> Uh Henderson Butcher, squirrel a, soup. <laughs>
4: squirrel. Of a one million squirrels served. <laughs> squirrel,
1: yeah, squirrel stew. Right. Squirrel soup. Uh, Peanut uh, butter see. and
5: squirrel.
3: That's yeah, about all you can do with squirrel. Let's see. Uh-huh. Henderson Butcher, well, no, you put it in the ground no, and I'm, roast it up. In the and gum you know, thing. it's yeah. a lot of no, Now
4: I will tell you this. My dad my, my my stepdaddy from Tennessee put you it in know an that. air fryer. The one that
2: had the consumption?
4: Yeah. And he he would go out hunting and he, he'd bring back these squirrels and he'd shoot them with a the damn shotgun. Yeah. So you got to stick and you got to clean all the damn pellets out of the squirrel. Then you got to skin the squirrel. Then you do all this work, guts of squirrel. And there's no meat on a squirrel. Yeah. You it's get like a squirrel three sandwich. Three ounces of meat. Yeah, yeah. You get like a squirrel sandwich. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it does taste like chicken. Ugh, I would not or eat not it. Or not like chicken, but like rabbit. It's like eating or That's It's not, that's not helpful. I wouldn't eat rabbit eating. No. Uh, let's, it's like see. Uh, let's see. like a rat.
3: Let's see. If there had if there had been any evidence of a family in the home, she took it with her. Uh, Henderson Butcher described his interactions with Hoffman as friendly. Henderson was a neighbor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good he old seemed, Henderson. Seemed to like the rake leaves. Uh, Nobody ever saw him do it.
2: Mm-hmm. Here's he the squirrels.
3: Thing. He used to play around the trees around there a lot. Oh. <laughs> this is a grown man. Threw ropes in trees. And had, like, a hammock on there. Uh-huh. And occasionally toss a body up in the tree. Yeah, you know, but we didn't mind. He was quiet. He kept yeah. to himself. Other people said Henderson would shoot squirrels to eat. He was killing the squirrels because he doesn't grocery shop, neighbor Kara Fowler said. He would actually kill the squirrels and eat them. Just as Hoffman didn't have anything to say the morning of his arrest. His attitude didn't change much when authorities got their first crack at questioning him.
2: Have you ever, guys, ever seen that, the the reality show about the wild people living in Alaska?
3: Alaskan bush people. Yeah. Alaskan
4: bush people. Yeah. You know what? Those I, people
3: are weird. You know what? Let me tell you something. This is what – I just had this conversation today with uh, with somebody downstairs, and it's, you know, it's 2017. Life is hard enough. <laughs> without without, without you know, taking I'm, a phone booth and yeah, transporting I mean, it from uh, yeah, Nome or someone like else. I'm this. three hours away from a hospital and I can only reach the grocery by chopper. What the fuck? Yeah. Life is hard well, enough.
4: How do you get your Xanax refill? Oh, this uh, is all uh, I'm saying. I,
3: I know
2: the, the guy looks like he's about ready to die. He's got like high blood pressure. On our
3: but I mean, all these people that live off the grid. I mean, I get you. I get paring down. I get a simpler life. You get rid of your, you know, you don't gut your get your phone, tiny houses. House. No, I don't get tiny houses. I didn't say a smaller life. I said a simpler life. You want to yeah. have a garden, have a garden. You want to but go to the goddamn store and get you some mayonnaise and some Wonder Bread. Because life is hard enough without you making it worse.
4: And a squirrel sandwich ain't nothing without no cheese and no and mayonnaise. You know, and
3: not Miracle Whip, though, because That shit's nasty. And mm. there's no—I mean, for
2: I feel bad for the kid. I mean, they have like no social. You know, there's like no. They're feral,
4: goddammit. it. They're feral children. Well, they are feral. No, I know because they're all. Feral. They know just, is work.
3: I know. It just seems like it's. It's awful. sad. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's awful. And they, you know, go into like a, you know, a grocery store your mouth hanging open oh my god you can get Oreos yeah god, motherfucker you can get Oreos
4: <laughs> it, not, I, there's no lie there's no lie my, my, my step daddy when he came up here cause he had the consumption uh-huh. he had never seen a loaf of bread for sale really yeah he had never seen a loaf of bread in plastic wrappers for sale he thought right. that was the weirdest. When was um, that? Um, Betty White is older than Slice. Well, bread. he's 84, and he came up here when he was 18, 17. So you go back 67 years, which would make it, what, 1950 when he came up here? All right. All right. A lot of math. He had yeah. never seen a black person before. Wow. He, I mean, he he was so deep down in the holler uh-huh. that he had never seen. He probably ate squirrels. Hmm? He probably ate squirrels. Oh, he ate the shit out of squirrels. They Life You're, is hard enough. They ate squirrels, they ate whatever they ran across, they run across yeah, the but that was 1950, Did they milk
3: I mean, did they have cows to milk? hmm Okay. They milk squirrels. His, His daddy squirrels. was a
4: pastor and a moonshiner. Oh well there you go.
3: Uh, let's see. His attitude didn't change much with authorities got the question got to question him. The release documents show that police taped hours of conversations with Hoffman saying very little. Then they're not really conversations, they're just somebody talking. The monologues. Yeah. In the videos of the first marathon interview session at the Knox County Sheriff's Office, Hoffman sat slumped over, ignoring the questions of tired detectives. Then after about 15 minutes, he raised his cuffed hands and thumped his chest with a fist. He motioned as if breaking something. Yeah, so now this has turned into a fucking game of charades. Yeah. (laughs) He's, he's a mime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> three <laughs> three <laughs> syllables. Right. Let's see what you got here. Three it's, syllables.
2: He's going to do trapped in a box,
3: yeah. <laughs> jackass. Man walking against the wind. <laughs> right. Uh, heartbroken, Detective Sergeant Roger Brown asked him because of what happened. Hoffman shook his head no. Someone broke your heart, Brown asked again because, you know, he didn't understand it the first fucking time.
4: Why number. didn't they just beat the shit out of him until he talked? With a phone book or something. I know, dude. You know, that th- these hippies— th- Hippies. That's why I don't like hippies, with all these see, civil rights. He's not rats, a hippie.
2: No. Like, no, the hippie
4: policeman. He should have taken a rubber oh. hose and started beating him until he started. You know, and, and Tana, Actually, Tana just told this story to a kid the other day. Ugh. The kid was talking about having problems when she was younger, and she said that when she was younger, she had selective mutism. And I guess that's when you just I do, too. Problems. I don't want to
3: talk to you motherfuckers. And that's do you know
4: what, what Tana saying? told her? What? He said, yeah, I don't think that will fly with my dad. Selective mutism. He said because he he would give us a selective foot in our ass. Fascinating, Chuck. Continue, Brandy. Right, thank you. So
3: four hours later, he he says nothing. And then four hours later, tape runs out in the interview room. So it, they sat there for four hours. This it, guy listened And he to says nothing. nothing. He's nothing. miming. So the following, in the following days, hundreds, charades. Right, hundreds of searchers combed rural knox county looking for the bodies uh the three hadn't been seen since november 10th and hoffman wouldn't talk on november 16th he opened up to special agent joe joe deets of the ohio bureau of criminal investigation and i'm sorry in identification and investigation off camera and in a single stall restroom according to the case yeah so he's taking the leak i guess talking to this i detective. guess okay. Hoffman asked Dietz if he was recording what he said. When the agent said no, Hoffman said he'd had a nightmare the night before. Uh, That was his second night in a jail cell where he was on suicide watch. Uh, Hoffman dreamed that he was at a food processing plant and he opened a trash bag filled with dismembered body parts. He wanted to tell the detectives what happened. He told the agent, but on his own terms. He would write down the locations of the body for a lawyer. Then Hoffman would escape, and the special agent would shoot and kill him. What a good plan. He's got this yeah, shit all a good worked plan. out. Actually, I wish they would have took him up on that. Only after he was dead could the lawyers say where the bodies were. Hoffman wanted to control the release of information. Surprisingly, Dietz would not go along with the plan. Oh, and Hoffman bet. later said he made up the story and didn't know where the bodies were. But two days later, Hoffman must have decided he wanted to live. So Hoffman pointed detectives to a 60-foot-tall, finally, you know, this is after he's...
2: Confessed. No well,
3: not confessed, but, you know, okay, so th- this is what we're going to do. Right. Like, okay. So anyway, so now he decides... Suicide, he wants, he's still hoping for suicide by cop. Uh, you know, who knows. So he points detectives to a 60-foot-tall st- a hollow tree in Cocosing Wildlife Area near Frederickstown. He agreed to dictate a detailed confession to his attorney and to plead guilty to all ten felony counts that prosecutors would bring against him. Prosecutors took the death penalty off the table, and on July- January 6th, Hoffman was sentenced to life in prison with no chance of parole. Yeah, and chances are they would have never found the bodies had they not, no. had he not um, did the plea bargain. In his confession, Hoffman says he panicked when the woman and children surprised him during a burglary. Yeah, they surprise him when people come into their own house. I know. Crazy. It's shocking. Uh, He said he wanted to return and burn the house down after he robbed it. Right. Although he coldly recounts gruesome details of the murders, Hoffman Hoffman seems to have convinced himself that in the four days he held the teenage girl in his Columbus Road home, he was a nice guy. Uh, He was a gentleman, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, He... He confessed to the multiple sexual assaults he committed on the girl. Hoffman tells of how he would let her play Wii, uh, how he they watched the Iron Man movies, both the first and the second one. Oh, okay. So he let her watch both of them. Both of them. Yeah. And gave her a Wii and gave her a copy of Treasure Island to pass the time. See, I'm not sure if that's a big give. He's know, a then, giver. Yeah. He's a giver. This fucker's yeah. high. Yeah. Um. Oh, he said he cooked hamburgers for her, probably made of squirrel meat. Yeah. And slept with his arm around her. Loving. Mm. <laughs> How creepy. Uh, creepy. He appears to believe that he showed her some compassion. He promised her that she would be okay, he said, and that she would be home playing with her family by Christmas. He showed her the definition of ransom in a dictionary and told her he was negotiating with her family. So he's a big, fat liar yeah. on top of all this. Yeah. He's a big, fat liar. Yeah.
2: Squirrel-eating, tree-loving
3: liar. Yeah. Off the grid motherfucking liar. Uh, I would not have hurt her. I could not hurt her, he said in the confession, which he dictated to his defense attorney. I plan on giving her more and more freedom until she ran away. Yeah, I'm sure. It mm-hmm. sounds like a plan. He recounted how he bound her hands and feet with both rope and duct tape. When investigators broke through a door of Hoffman's home on November 14th and found the girl, she was alive but bound on a bed made of leaves with blankets in a dark, dank corner of the home's basement. Uh, The door to the basement had been barricaded with a sewing cabinet. Police believe Hoffman's ultimate plan was to burn down the home he invaded and eventually his own home with his victim inside. Meanwhile, investigators looking into Hoffman's background found... That home invasion and arson were nothing new to Hoffman. He had done as much when he was nineteen and living away from home for the first time in Steamboat Springs. Working for a plumbing company at the time, he broke into a condo where he had been working and robbed it. Yeah. Yeah. He is it's crypto. So what happens next, Colonel? All right.
4: Well, to me after he was caught, Hoffman told detectives in Colorado that he was obsessed over the fingerprints that he left behind. So he returned, dumped 10 gallons of gasoline at the building, and set the place ablaze.
2: Yeah, which is basically what he was going to do here in
4: uh, the home in Mount Vernon as well. Yeah, which the Leaves would have helped quite a bit. Oh, in you know, his own place, right? Leaves, I believe, they, they consider them an accelerant to me. <laughs> yes, very correct. So the 16 people in the awesome business, that's what that's we what call you, them. Uh, too. A, that's what you refer them to, man. Yeah. The 16 people living in the building escaped unharmed, but not before the fire, caused $2 million in damage.
2: Yeah, this is the one in Colorado. right? Yeah.
4: Now. Mm-hmm. So now, the pun- um, Hoffman admitted what he'd done and spent six years in prison before returning to Ohio for this. Now, that punishment did not dissuade this man from resorting to fire again. Well, you know, at first you don't succeed. Well, he can't play with fire, Timmy. Yeah. Seven years, he played with fire. It was the same solution he came up with for the crime scene at Herman's home on King Beach Drive. But alas, Timmy. Alas. Alas, his plan was foiled. A deputy spotted Hoffman loitering a constable, spotted him loitering near Herman's abandoned truck where he had put the cans of gasoline.
2: Yeah, this guy's not very bright.
4: Now, the deputy did not know that Hoffman would become a suspect in the triple murder case, but he did ask him what the hell he was doing now. He said he was waiting for his girlfriend to get off work. Now, the deputy said, well, okay, what, what what's your girl's name? Hoffman said, well, I don't know her last name because we just started dating. Yeah, well, yeah. You know that feeling, Tim. You I, don't really know that. I, I can relate, actually. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you just know their number and, and what they're sometimes wearing. sometimes they you don't even know their name. <laughs> chicken in the red shirt. Yeah, that's yeah. What, yeah. Big boobs. Yeah, big boob chicken in the red yeah. shirt. Now, he gave the deputy a first name, the same as the terrified girl he had left bound in his home, shivering on a bed of leaves. Now, that's, that's a, a horrible thought. The home full of leaves... In, is in foreclosure, according to court records, Wells Fargo Bank initiated the proceedings on January twenty eighth. In his incarceration, Hoffman wrote a four page confession letter about his crimes and revealed the location of his victims' bodies to police. As mentioned, Hoffman had hidden their remains in the holler in the hollow in the holler. Holler. In the holler of a sixty five foot tall tree. Psychologists would suggest that he had uh, chosen their wooden resting place to bring himself comfort. Now, this tree obsession, they suggested, indicated a severe mental imbalance and delusional thinking, Hmm. much like the devil has.
2: Yes, much like Brandy.
4: It was an imbalance that characterized most of his life. He also made claims that he intended to rob Tina Herman's house. He was happy Sarah was rescued by authorities and treated her nicely. He said he cooked the hamburgers and let her play video games and watch movies, specifically Iron Man and Iron Man 2.
2: Yeah, he was big on that. He, he really he really's big on justifying all of his actions. By yeah, he,
4: like he was the general, like he was, well, you know, if you're going to have somebody abduct you and rape you and yeah. do all these terrible things, at least,
2: at least let me read Treasure Island
4: yeah I let you read watch some movies what are you complaining man, yeah. about chill you know. on
2: Netflix and chill <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus
4: <laughs> the hell's wrong with this son of a bitch but uh, now here's the worst thing Timmy well not the worst thing because obviously he had done some right horrid things the latter claim proved to be false he didn't let and Sarah he didn't let Sarah watch Iron Man and Iron Man 2 what a a dick. dick. Yeah. As for his initial motivation to rob the Herman house, it is disbelieved by Sarah's father, Larry, and is widely believed that the crimes were mere, rocks, mere acts of random violence. Now, he was, was charged here with three counts that included aggravated murder and rape, and eventually found guilty and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole on January, t- January 6, 2011. Had he been able, he had been able to avoid the death penalty by revealing where the bodies of the victims were located. That was his ace. Uh-huh. That, that, was, was, his, his get was, that was his ace out of jail. That was ace in the hollow. they would so have to never speak, found it. They would yeah. never
2: found it otherwise. How, how'd you like I that? Like ace, ace in the like hollow. Ace in the hollow. Yeah, but they would never have been able to find the body. Mm-hmm. So, but it's it's too bad he got off with uh, just uh, a prison sentence because
4: he's.
3: Well, and he's a big fat liar. He didn't let her watch Iron
2: Man. No, I saw her. I saw you her
3: know? interviewed.
2: She's a brave girl, you know. As I oh, said, well, she's sure. older now, but she was interviewed, and uh, you know what a horrific experience to have as a thirteen-year-old. Oh, right. At any and I any mean, I think. It's well, at any age, but, thing, but you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, she, she just thought she she just wanted to get to school, get out of there and get to school. She had no idea that her mother and brother were was killed. Thought maybe her dog was killed. Uh, Brandy, what's your final thoughts on Matthew J. Hoffman? What a freak show.
3: Yeah, he was. With the leaves and all that. That's and, just the crazy. and the squirrels. And the squirrels. Popsicles are okay, though. He was a little bit squirrely. <laughs> yeah, he was a little bit squirrely. He was a lot of bit squirrely.
2: Uh, Colonel, your final thoughts on Matthew well, J. Hoffman?
4: I'm, you know, I'm, I'm opposed to what he did, Timmy. You know, I can find you want, no... you want to go on record that you're opposed to, to murder on and rape? That I do not. Think that rape and murder and and violating a, a poor innocent thirteen-year-old girl like that is has any place in our society? And yeah. I think that they should um, dispense the colonel justice on him.
2: Yeah, big branch up the rectum,
4: Colonel. Well, you'd start with a you you start with a branch. I think he might have tried that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he probably did. He probably <laughs> liked that. Yeah. You know what you do? You get one, and you sharpen it down real good, Timmy, uh-huh. and you, you ram it right in the urethra
3: urethra
4: right in urethra got
2: R E S P E C T. exactly mm-hmm. you got you'd, wow. you'd
4: have to get a fluffer to come in and give him give him a crazy man boner and then you'd shove that son bitch right down in there colonel you have any shout outs today do i have any shout outs timmy you really gonna ask me that <laughs> hey by the way whose
2: birthday is it
4: it's aaron wince's birthday happy birthday aaron yes ma'am aaron happy birthday to you um let me see let me get started here with our shout outs we got Miss Ophelia.
2: Ophelia and Tasha out there in and, and California. Tasha
4: out there, yeah. Cali. Jeff Gurdley. Sam Hildebrand. Um, Linda Middleton. Your trader. Uh, Hi, Linda. Missy Dean Horton. Hey, Missy. Britton Chris. Celine, of course. Jeff Chestnut and Dawn. Um, Teresa Slavin. Tommy Boomershine. Shonda and Larry. You know they've been doing a lot of protesting with all the protests. They like trees. They like uh, any protest they got going on. Shonda and I, you can count on. Didn't they didn't was they giving the, instructions on that. They
2: tied themselves to a tree in the uh po- in the podcast murderers episode.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They tied themselves to railroad tracks, all kinds of things. Yeah. They'll do yeah. anything crazy, Timmy. But they're very socially active people, and, and, uh, and uh, they make a many great people couple. Like that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? it it, it, you get a kick out of them because the other night um i'm looking at my home my my facebook feed and she's allergic to up has a lot of food allergies and was craving a hamburger did you see that
3: i did it was very sweet
4: her together a hamburger that didn't have weed or whatever she's allergic to i don't know squirrel squirrel (laughs) yeah Um, yeah
2: larry's a nice guy and they make a great couple
4: so that was very you're a sweet guy larry so anyway colton how you doing phyllis our birthday girl, Erin Wentz, um, our, our beautiful friend, Donna Curran. We hope you're doing well. Brian and Lisa Lawton, uh, Olivia Meyer, Kate with the C, McCarthy, Bridget Clavy. Bridget's, Bridget's a character. She's a, she's I like a Bridget.
2: Yeah.
4: Byron Snellings, Denny Black-Eyed McNamara. Hey, Denny. This is your episode, <laughs> Denny buddy. Took a, Thank Denny you for the suggestion. Jab. Yeah, thanks for the suggestion, Denny. Well, William Truax. Amber Croup, Gina Spillane, Trixie, Stephanie Quick, Sydney and Michael, um, Jamie, the lovely, lovely, lovely Jamie Tarantino. I got someone be bringing in the end this week, Timmy. Um and and I can say this out loud. She's a very talented because artist. Renee, yeah. Did you get it? I did not get it yet. She just oh, okay. started on it, but she's my, my wife loves Union Terminal. Uh-huh. Miss colonel. That's uh, a
2: old train station here in Cincinnati and
4: you know I feel kind of rich Timmy because you know what I did what I commissioned Jamie to draw it nice yeah so she's gonna have that drawing to me she says she's uh she's very talented so thank you Jamie I I appreciate that let's see you got Laura O'Reilly Gabby Lewis John Cunningham Tara Bond Jean Bond Lydia brandy mcbride we hope you're feeling better she had the flu we hope you hope you're doing well get better oh, brandy. yeah maggie glover and it's not like she had a man cold she had the flu but uh maggie glover jeff Appel, um and uh christine bourgeois and all i want for christmas is katie morehead there we go mary ray one of our most devoted followers. Love Mary Ray, she's a big supporter of the podcast and we really appreciate it, Mary Mary. Um, Marvin, of course, Hammond, Andy Volley, Cheryl Musco, Couscous Musco, Keith Frusty, Becky Mitchell, Steve Miller, Nick Starr and Molly Erickson, Natasha Davis, Neil Eagleton, Stewie Benton, Maja Zinalko. I think I got that right. Allie Nett Christine Howard Leah Pangburn Natalie Parsons Lauren Feller, Todd Long Diane Student from History Goes Bump Hey Diane Allison Shields Aaron Fowler Carlene Madsen Robin Sanchez TJ Youngblood Thomas Toohey Dave Hill and John Gray Don Gordon Kristen Davidson Susan Angles Little Emmy Waterfall Christian Dormer Danielle Fredrickson, Amber Amberson, Anderson, hmm. Peter Fulmer, Ron Rodschke, Kelsey Froh, uh, George Hockler, Alan Dobbs, lovely Tyra Jenkins, Amy Carol Payne, um, crazy-ass Jason Dykes, Sammy James, Joel Handler, Eddie Rushing, Sunyana, Lindsey O'Brien McMillan. Tara Chinchilla, Jennifer Hawkins, Kim Kazmerski, Nancy Palomino-Jalapeno, Toby Deese, Andy Sparacho, Danielle Fredrickson, Mike Eisenhower, Rebecca Montanle, lovely Annette Petray, Steph Glenn, Christina Hodges, Christina Montana, did we get her? Maria Barber, Jennifer Potts, Sydney Overstreet, Hamilton, Paul Manpilly, Mike Arnold, Melissa Lebrano, Brittany Powell, our two Heathers, Heather Hall, Heather Poole, and actually our third Heather, Heather Marshall, Terry Hems- Helmsley, Terry Helm Hey Terry. No, it's Hemsley. Hemsley, I'm sorry. Carol Nash, Kevin Behan, Lees. Alice. Hey, Mike Tabor, John Janky, Jeff Hopkins, of course. And Daza. Um, let's see who we got here. Matty uh Amelia Roscoe. Michael Daniel. Jen Moyer. Jessica Bishop. Liz Evans. Brenda Deutsch, Stacey Lynn. Jeff Buckwald. Or Jeff Dolan. Marion Buckwald. Jennifer Miller. Susanna Sheldon. Ramoni... Danger Howard, Skip Fayou, Callie Jones, Brandy D, Sandy Smizer, Don Hamer, Norma DiMaggio, Karen Alden, Angie L, Amber Trevino, Carla Nelson, White, Jessica Winchester, Anita Darden, Nancy Weller, Christine Andreessen, Kristen, Valerie Murray, Tammy Ennis, Mike Rosen, of course, Liam McAllister, Stephanie Pauling, Lauren Meredith. Um, we got some new ones here this week, Timmy. Um, well, we got Deb Chappelle. She's not a new one, but hey, Deborah, Danielle Jones,
2: yeah, from the Between Us Girls podcast.
4: Yep, uh, Brittany Martin, Margot Donahue, Jamie Metcalf, Meg Vansell, Allison Schneider, Sarah Taylor. Neaton Sill Amber Anderson I think I got her Rachel Hummel Hummel. she's a new one Rachel Hummel welcome these are all new people I'm going to give you here Timmy Lauren Marer Molly Fontenot Sham DeBoard Melissa Montoya Stacey Gutierrez, Tim Hale Donna Young Melanie Young James Rian Cricket Hoffman Jessica Furby and then let's get down to the in the lovely and beautiful who Timmy? Who ain't hit yet? Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. the lovely Gotcha, yes. And then we got the Colonel Squad, um, Angie Ball, as she said today, hopefully we got the the, the sound fix for you here, Angie. Um, we got our this is you won't get this unless your friends were on Facebook, but the hot white trash bag lady. Jim Wicks. Huh? She she goes to library book sales and carries these big bags with uh, her. Okay. Hi, so, Jen. Liz Keating. Um, our mascot Fallon. Uh, Radika Smith, Angela Cobes, Scotty J, Marga De, Monica D. Agostino, Tiffany Shannon, Amanda Bocci Jess Williams, who we always always like to say hi to. Uh, a lovely Irish lass, Frances Darton, Jana Fitzgerald, Karen Barnes, Pretty Jennifer Berta Sarah Mimosa, and our big three, Nicola, Allie, and Charlie. Charlie from, Allie and Charlie from the Insight. Insight podcast? Yeah, Nicola from just, the Nicola Reed. Attorney That's at law. Nicola Reed. That's all I really need to say about you know, her. We have a lot of attorneys on our page. Um, and of course, our uh, Lady Beverly, Lily Lady, Lady Beverly. Hope you're doing well. And Dottie Scott. Hi, Mom. Hope it's all as we well. We do with this you
2: for. Brandy, where can people find us? You can find us on Facebook. Yeah, we have two pages. We have the History Dweeb page where we post a lot of history-related stuff, but our Facebook group is History Dweeb's the Podcast. So join us there. That's where all the folks were shouting, giving shout-outs to their members at History Dweeb's the Podcast. Uh, so join us.
3: You can find us on iTunes.
2: iTunes, please leave us a review if you get a chance.
3: Uh, you can find us on Twitter.
2: Yeah, we're at HistoryDweebs1, or you can follow the Colonel at Hawk Walters.
3: Uh, and you can find us on Stitcher and Libsyn. And yeah, at a
2: podcast app near you. Yes. All right, uh, let's get out of here. Any final thoughts, guys?
4: Um, um, no, I'm going to go. Get your I, balls under I got control. i uh got a part-time job. Apparently, I'm going to be driving for Uber, Timmy.
2: Okay, thank you, Colonel. We'll get to, we'll learn about that next time. I don't know. I'm not even going to go there. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you again next time on History Dweebs. Bye bye. Good day.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?